Welcome into Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, we've got some big new Bryce Harper injury news. And we'll also discuss one of the hottest Phillies in spring training and how Reese Hoskins' hot spring could affect him in a contract year. All of that and more on today's Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies. Your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm your host, Connor Thomas. Happy to be here with you. Thank you for making Locked On Phillies your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I've been covering the Phillies uh, for Locked On, for 97.5 The Fanatic, on the radio for years now, NBC Sports Philadelphia. If you want to watch me on the television every once in a while, uh, credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member, and happy to be here with you as your host of Locked On Phillies. Today, we've got some huge Bryce Harper injury news. Well, I guess some potential huge injury news. No, it is news, but it's only some breadcrumbs from – President of Baseball Operations, Dave Dombrowski. But it opens the possibilities for a whole lot of awesome things. So today, Dave Dombrowski made a media appearance, jumped on the radio uh, over uh, down the dial from us. If you listen to Sports Talk Radio in Philadelphia, you you know that it's, ah, I'll, I'll give him credit. They had the guy on. Uh, he jumped on 94.1 WIP. Uh, of course, they're our competitor, so I'd prefer if you listen to 97.5 The Fanatic. But anyway, I got to give credit. They were the ones who got the interview. Dave Dombrowski jumped on with them. And he was asked about Bryce Harper and how he's doing and basically what's going on with the guy's recovery from Tommy John surgery this offseason. And here is what he had to say, paraphrasing, paraphrasing, paraphrasing. This is a uh, tweet from Matt Gelb uh, about what Dave Dabrowski had to say, just so I'm giving proper credit to everybody involved. But Dave Dabrowski said that the Phillies will not place Bryce Harper on the 60-day injured list to begin the season. It doesn't preclude them from doing it later. But Dombrowski would not say whether or not Harper's timeline has changed. The club just didn't feel right. It's not necessary right now to close the door. <laughs> tell you what that means. That means that Bryce Harper could be back sooner than May 29th, which would be the 60-day injured list. That would be 60 days from opening day. So if they're going to place him on the injured list to free up a roster spot on the 40-man, what that would do is Bryce Harper would have to be out for that full period of 60 days. And then on the 61st day, he'd be able to return. Now the 61st day, if we're looking at May 29th, is May 30th, obviously. So this says that there is some type of potential for Bryce Harper to be back before May 29th. Are you kidding me? May 29th from Tommy John surgery this offseason? I get he's not throwing. He'd be DHing. But that would be a superhuman recovery time. This does not mean for sure that Bryce Harper is going to be back before that. But what it means is there's a chance he could be back before that. And that's ridiculous to even say that there's a chance. Is it likely? Probably not. But the fact that it's a possibility is insane. We were looking at mid-June, late June, like all-star break time for Bryce Harper's return is what uh, initial reports were when it comes to the injury and how long it takes these guys to recover from Tommy John. And now we're looking at, wow, he could be back. What, a month plus sooner? That would be insane recovery time. But, hey, Bryce Harper has recovered quickly from stuff before. It sounds like things have gone really well, clearly, with his recovery, and this is awesome. Could you imagine going into the season with this 
lineup and only missing Bryce Harper for two months as opposed to three or four. Like that's that's bananas for where the Philadelphia Phillies ceiling as a team goes because of that. I mean, Bryce Harper is superhuman already. We already know that. He heals faster than any athlete that I think I've ever seen. Like he'll have an injury that's supposed to keep him out three months and he'll be back in like one and a half. It it's unbelievable what this guy does. So don't go saying like Bryce Harper's going to play opening day or anything like that. No, it's nothing insane is going to happen, but even though this might seem minimal in the grand scheme of things, this is an insane note from Dave Dombrowski that the Philadelphia Phillies actually believe there's a world where Bryce Harper could be available to them to play prior to May 29th. That's awesome. That's incredible. Uh, I never thought he would come back that fast. And if he actually does, this team gets so much better to go even further. I want to find this quote for you as well, because Larry Boa also talked on the same station and talked about Bryce Harper's injury. And he had something a little bit because Larry Boa is not the GM. It's something a little bit more interesting to say too. Huh. more interesting, depending on who you ask. Larry Boa said that you can quote, erase the date end quote on Bryce Harper's projected return erase the date. So Dave Dombrowski is playing it politically. He's saying, I'm not going to say one way or another whether or not it'll be back before that. What could happen is you could get two weeks into the season and you could say, okay, well, never mind. We're seeing stuff from Bryce Harper that says we're going to put him on the 60-day injured list. And they could do that. They can retroactively put him on. Like that decision doesn't have to be made prior to opening day. But right now, they're making the decision to keep him available. So he'll occupy a spot on the 40-man. He won't occupy a spot on the 26-man opening day roster. I'd imagine, because that would take up that roster spot, but he could be on the 40-man and just be added to the major league roster as soon as he's ready. So that would just be an activation, and someone would get sent down. So it's not going to affect my roster projections or anything like that that I've put out, and he won't be on the opening day roster. I, I don't believe by any stretch of the imagination, but this is absolutely awesome. And the fact that Larry Bow, who's down there in camp and sees these guys, says that you can erase the date means that this guy is way ahead of schedule. Uh, Bryce Harper could be back really early compared to what we initially thought. And that's huge news. That That's really, really big news. He is now I think Trey Turner is going to be the best player on the team this year. But the fact that you could get Bryce Harper back and have him play, I don't know, 75% of the season after getting Tommy John surgery, not last year, this off season, I don't even know how to wrap my mind around how quick of a recovery that would be. And this team becomes incredibly better. Instead of Derek Hall, you've got Bryce Harper. And no shot at Derek Hall. He's had a nice spring. I think it'll be a solid DH while you wait for Harper to return. But Bryce Harper being added to this lineup is something that I thought we were going to spend the first half of the season just licking our chops thinking about, oh, man, how good this team is going to be once three's back in the lineup. Well, we might not have to wait that long. That's awesome news for the Philadelphia Phillies. Could things be going any better right now for the Philadelphia Phillies? I guess if Andrew Painter was healthy, that would be the only thing. But the fact that Bryce Harper is recovering this fast is just absolutely awesome. With the season as important as it is and the expectations as high as they are, the sooner three comes back, the better. I don't have to tell you that in the reports. From people in the know, Larry Boa and Dave Dombrowski, sounds like there's a real thought in the Philadelphia Phillies organization that this guy is moving on his recovery. This is huge news. It's great news for Phillies fans. It's great news for the team. I'm sure it's great news for the locker room and the clubhouse because you know he's one of the leaders in there, and the sooner he can be back is the better for the team's morale and the team's, obviously, ability to play. It makes all the pieces fit better. It means you get 
more depth in the outfield because maybe Derek Hall gets sent down and he's not DHing anymore and you can call up uh, another young outfielder to be a depth piece for off days for Schwarber and Castellanos and Marsh. So all of this is outstanding news for Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies. And it's frankly shocking news to me and just about everybody else who heard it that this is even a possibility. It seemed like a sure thing he would be on the 60-day injured list to start, and then they'd reevaluate once he gets past that 60 days as to where he is for uh, the elbow injury and coming back from surgery. Bryce Harper's amazing. He's up there for my favorite Philly athlete of all time, and he's only been here a handful of seasons. And after last playoff run, I know we think he's Superman, but he's once again proving that he might actually be Superman. So that's some huge, huge news from the Philadelphia Phillies organization this morning about the return or the potential return or the, the scheduled return, not the scheduled, but a general time frame for the return of their superstar. Number three, Bryce Harper. Coming up, I want to talk about a guy who will definitely be playing on opening day and has a lot to play for. Reese Hoskins has been tearing the cover off the ball recently. What does this say about him in a contract year and what he's poised to do with a big payday on the line. We'll discuss as we continue Locked On Phillies. First, I want to tell you about my pals over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So what you do is you just create your LinkedIn Jobs profile, or if you already have one, uh, you add the the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. So when people visit your profile, they say, oh, this small business, this company is hiring. And they go ahead and you can go through uh, screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right experience that you want for the positions you have available. And you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and then later on hire. These are all reasons why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. They're absolutely awesome at getting you the people you want to talk to for the positions you have available. So go to LinkedIn Jobs because they help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Let's talk about Reese Hoskins, who had an outstanding playoffs as well, as we were just talking about Bryce Harper. Hoskins was an integral part of this team's World Series run last year. I don't think there's any doubt he's going to be a a huge part of the team's success this year uh, when they are successful this season, which I believe them to be, which would be competing for the NL East and making the playoffs again and going on another run. I believe all those things are certainly possible, and I believe the first two are certainties. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to compete in the NL. I almost said the NFC East. In the NL East, this isn't football. In the NL East for that title. So you can go ahead and see uh, why I'm confident in that if you just look up and down the lineup and at the pitching rotation. But Hoskins has a little bit more personally on the line. We know he's up for a big contract at the end of the year. We know the Phillies are not looking to extend him right now. They're going to go ahead and see if they're willing to pay the offer that comes down, or I guess the number that he and his agent Scott Boris set. We know the relationship between Scott Boris and the Philadelphia Phillies, but that's pretty much every team in baseball at this point has a Scott Boris player on it, on their team. So that that is more of a just a talking point that people use. That Oh, he's a Scott Boris guy, so maybe he'll re-sign with it. Scott Boris has clients everywhere. The point is, though, Reese Hoskins is due for a big payday. He's tearing the absolute cover off the ball, and he did so last year down the stretch and in the playoffs, and I get it. He's streaky. This could just be one of those Reese hot streaks. Uh, I, I'm 
hesitant to say, oh, he's made a breakthrough and he's become that type of hitter all year long because that would make him a top 10 player in baseball. If those two-week stretches where Reese Hoskins was amazing or what he did largely over the course of a season, yeah, he'd be getting big-time money this offseason. Not that I don't want that to happen because this is a really good potential year for the Philadelphia Phillies to win a World Series. So if Reese Hoskins airs it all out, makes a big payday after, and leaves with a ring – and a world championship to his name. I'm fine with that. Fair trade, right? But the point is, for Reese, he wants to make as much money as he can. And mentally, he's a guy that's proven he could play through pressure. He hears the type of criticism he gets in Philadelphia due to his defense. And I, I can't say whether or not his defense is going to improve this year. Some players just are what they are defensively. And this is more about his offense, but he's looked really, really good in spring training. And having players in contract years can be super important to a team's success. Uh, last year, you didn't really have any of those guys for the Phillies. And it's not that it hurt them. They just had a lot of guys early on in contracts that they either just signed or re-signed or had been signed for a lot of years prior to last season, talking about the J.T. Ramutas or Bryce Harpers or Nick Castellanos or Kyle Schwarber or Reese Hoskins all fit in those. Or they're young players who are not yet ready to get that big payday, like Alec Bohm or Bryson Stott. Or they're guys that the Phillies were looking at potentially playing, but they're some of the lower level starters on the team. All due respect to Gene Segura, but he was one of those guys where it was like, okay, maybe he won't come back. Didi Gregorius, who was playing for the Phillies at the start of the year, probably won't come back. And he was on the back end of a contract. So this is one. And Gene Segura had a nice year for them uh, last year in what was a contract year for him. But Reese Hoskins is poised to have a, a monster season trying to make a payday. And that motivates athletes. And if you can tell anything, from spring training and how Reese Hoskins has been swinging it as of late, he clearly has that on his mind. Hey, every home run I hit, that's another, I don't know, uh, $500,000 on what I could potentially earn. And maybe it's not that much, but well, no, you know, that, that probably makes a little bit of sense. Either way, you get my point. Every time he hits a big home run and maybe does a bat spike again for us in a big spot, that's a, uh, a big moment for him in the wallet department. I do believe he wants to be in Philadelphia. Like I, I see him around the city. I know how he and his wife feel about the community here and everything, the stuff they do to give back. So I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to work something out with the Phillies at the end of this year, regardless of how well he plays. The point is, when you get players that seem to be up for a big payday and you may not be able to pay them, the goal is to squeeze every last ounce of production out of them in their last season. And the goal for the player is to do the same. So it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And Reese just seems like he's in a really, really good spot right now at the plate. Maybe that's Kevin Long's continued work with him. Maybe that's the focus of a contract here. Maybe he's figured something out. Maybe it's just a hot stretch. Uh, I'm not going to say definitively one way or another. What I will say, though, is if he continues on the path that he's been on in spring training, it could be a really big year for Reese Hoskins, which is just another guy in the lineup that uh, has things going well for him in the spring. Alec Bohm's had a great spring. Reese Hoskins has had a great spring. Edmundo Sosa's had a really good spring. Uh, Derek Hall's had a really good spring. JT Ramuto's had a good World Baseball Classic. Trey Turner's had an incredible World Baseball Classic. Brandon Marsh has looked good in the spring. Like, there are plenty of guys on this team that look like they're progressing. It, not many guys are just staying the same. And that's the mark of a good organization is when you're good, you bring in better players. And when you bring in those better players, the good players you have left over, you turn them into better players by developing them everything just seems to be working like clockwork for the Philadelphia Phillies right now. 
And one of the biggest, most volatile pieces in this whole lineup is Reese Hoskins because of the streaks he goes through. It looks like he's having a really, really, really good spring. Well, it doesn't look like he is having a really, really, really good spring for the Philadelphia Phillies. And if he can carry that over into the regular season, even if it's just until Bryce Harper comes back. And now with the potential shortened time frame, it's even less time that you got to carry the team without him if you're one of the top other guys that are available uh, near the top of that lineup and say, how do we make up for Bryce Harper? Well, maybe contract years Reese Hoskins can give you two months of incredible work at the plate and adequate defense at first base. And you're looking like you're in a great spot uh, come whenever Bryce Harper comes back, hopefully sooner rather than later. So and more good news for the Philadelphia Phillies on the Reese Hoskins front. He's leaving the yard a lot. He's hitting the ball for power. The swing looks incredible. So uh, all good news from down there in spring training. I guess the only rough news out of spring training in general was the Andrew Painter thing that we're all very aware of. I mean, the Rangers for us forearm tightness and, Nick Castellanos still seems to be figuring some stuff out with his swing. But we've heard his comments before about uh, I kind of zone out sometimes in regular season baseball. Can't imagine he's all that zoned in on spring training baseball. Doesn't mean he's not working. Just means that he's a different guy when the lights are brightest. And we saw that defensively last year. And maybe we'll see that at the dish over the course of the 2023 season. But again, Reese Hoskins going great right now. Could have a career year in what is a contract here. I mean, it's not unheard of. We saw with Aaron Judge last year in New York. I don't, it's not me saying Reese Hoskins is going to hit 62 home runs. It's me saying that contract years are huge motivators for these players. It's Reese Hoskins' first big contract. More and more often in baseball, you see these long guaranteed contracts of eight, nine, ten years. And I don't know if Hoskins is totally in that field yet, but with that on the line, there's a huge reason for him to have a big year this year, and it looks like it's already getting started down there in Clearwater. All good news for the Philadelphia Phillies. That's all great. And there's something else I saw that I want to talk about. I've mentioned it a couple times. But something's finally completed at the ballpark, ready for opening day. And you still got time, but uh, some glimpses have come out on social media. I want to tell you what I'm talking about as we wrap up. And, man, it's better than even I imagined. I'll tell you exactly what I mean as we wrap up Lock on Phillies coming up. Okay, the Built Bar March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know what I'm going to be voting for. I love the churro. I love the peanut butter, but I got to go with the cookie dough. I'm a cookie dough guy. I always have been. It's my favorite ice cream flavor. It's my favorite Built Bar flavor. That's where my vote's going to go. And if you want the, I don't know, whoever your college team is to go ahead and make a run, well, you're going to have to vote for the best built bar too. Success creates more success. We've seen that here in Philadelphia. You want all your teams to win, whether it's your college team, the Phillies, another Philadelphia sports team, or your favorite built bar. Root for them all the same. And here's the best part. You're not just doing it for no reason, right? When you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you're going to be entered in a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners are going to get a free box of built. Not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. They're the best protein bar ever. They're amazing. Summer's coming up. Yeah, I get that summer body ready. It tastes good, but it's good for you. It's amazing. So go ahead and check that out. Grab Built Bar, 100% real chocolate, great numbers, 18 grams of protein, low in sugar, low in fat, all of that good stuff. And run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March. So hop in and support your pick.
By the way, tomorrow, on tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about some betting odds. We're going to go through with our fans over at FanDuel. Our fans over at FanDuel. They're fans of us. We're fans of them. We're friends. All that good stuff, whatever you want to call it. Our pals over at FanDuel, I'm going to go through some of the numbers listed on their site for the Phillies and win totals and an interesting number surrounding one individual Phillies player. So we're going to go through some betting lines on tomorrow's episode. But the thing I want to talk about now, the new scoreboard at Citizens Bank Park is completed, and this thing is gigantic. It looks like it should be at the link in front of 70,000 people rather than at Citizens Bank Park in front of 40-some thousand. Like it's absolutely amazing how massive this thing is out in left field. Same position as the old scoreboard. And you saw the framework going up, and I tweeted out pictures of that in the past. But now with it totally completed, this thing looks like it's almost twice the size of the old scoreboard. I guess that's what you deserve when you have a really good baseball team. you got to have really good ways to show replays of that really good baseball team making really good plays. But, man, if you've ever been in a spot where you're like – the if you haven't been to Citizens Bank Park, or even if you have, just remember, it's in – the left field bleachers above Harry Decay's out there. So there's Harry Decay's on the lower level. And it's above the second deck is where the scoreboard is. So if you're, say, uh, I had Sunday season tickets a couple years back uh, before I got credentialed. I was on the uh, first baseline, like right behind the right field foul pole, second deck. And there were great seats, but you're on the other side of the ballpark for the scoreboard. And you could see it, but now you can see it for sure. If you're up in the upper decks, now those weren't ever a bad seat. But now you can totally like it's so much easier to see the scoreboard. You can see things so much clearer. I'm sure they're going to have a lot new graphics and everything with all that scoreboard space. It's going to be awesome to see that thing in action in just a couple weeks here when the season gets rolling. But new scoreboard completed, all that money invested. That's a good sign, right? You never want to see an organization downsizing things or taking things away from the ballpark or not improving the ballpark. Doing stuff like that year to year is what shows you the organization is making money which means they're probably a winning organization, which means the fan base is probably supporting them, which it all bleeds together and creates this whole buildup of an organization where it's progressing and growing and getting better. And that's what the Phillies organization is. They're one on the rise from the players on the field to the stadium, to the organization in general. Everything's going really, really well right now for your Philadelphia Phillies. And get excited about that new scoreboard and the darn good baseball team you're going to get to watch on it this spring, this summer, and this fall. Yes, deep into this fall, I believe, for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's something certainly to look forward to. That's all for today's Locked on Phillies. I want to thank you for making Locked on Phillies your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Now I want you to go and make your second listen Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked on Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day single day go ahead and check them out start drafting now get it ready because opening day is right around the corner uh, we're really just right there so close to actual meaningful baseball and not counting the world baseball classic of course the final tonight go team usa go trey turner captain america and rooting for those guys but go ahead and check out locked on fantasy baseball to prepare yourself for the equally important okay maybe not but just as important to you fantasy baseball season and thanks for tuning in to lock on phillies make sure you're rating reviewing subscribing on youtube i appreciate everyone who subscribed so far 
Uh, we're heading quickly toward 1,200 subscribers. And I was just celebrating 1,000 a couple weeks ago. So thank you to everyone who's jumping in on that. You just got to click the subscribe button. It'll give you notifications when new content comes up. And with the season going on, you're going to want that because we're going to get back into reaction videos, interviews, all kinds of great stuff coming you're not going to want to miss. So subscribe to the YouTube, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate you doing that. And I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.